Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. For anyone who loves renovation, wants to save money, and to learn the best tips and tricks of the industry. And now, your host, three times award winner of leading renovation website, House, and over 15 years in the industry, renovating just over 200 properties, James Woodham. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Property Renovation Podcast. Um, we're going to do something a little bit different, a series of episodes that we're going to start. Um, and this is um, everything that you would need to know step by step in your home. First one is actually how to tile a kitchen backsplash for your house. Now, um, the reason why I thought it would be a good idea to do this is because if you get someone in, a tiler, to do um, some tiling in your kitchen above your worktops, it can cost anything from £400 to £700 for a couple of days' work, um, and that's without the tiles. So that's just the raw materials and the labour. Um, and more and more homeowners are having a go at doing it themselves, uh, but I thought it would be a really good idea to actually tell you step by step um, I've done tiling myself in the past uh, for over 15 years um, and tiling kitchen backsplashes. I, I've lost count how many I've done. Um, so I thought it would be a really good idea to show you. Um, I'm doing something quite special uh, with this one because I'm actually doing a um, video and audio podcast version of this. And to see the video side of this, then you would have to come into our private Facebook group and you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast. And then you'll be able to see all of the images that I'm showing right now. So uh, I'll start off um, how to tile your kitchen backsplash. Um, first of all, I'm going to talk about the tools that you will need. You're going to need several of them, um, and you can go to anywhere like Screwfix, B&Q, that kind of place um, to, to get uh, the cheap versions uh, just to do it once for yourself. Um, so the first thing that you're going to need is a tiling trowel. Um, don't get too mixed up because there are different size notches on each trowel, and you need the right one to do a kitchen backsplash. So... The notches on the trowel really determine um, how large the tile is. Now, typical backsplash tiles are um, anything from 20 centimetres wide, 10 centimetres high. Um, quite common these days are metro tiles um, going onto the wall or maybe some 150 um, millimetre, so 15 centimetre tile square um, is, is a common one as well. So to tile... Um, with those kind of tiles, then you need a 10 millimeter splashback, uh, 10 millimeter trowel for that. Um, and this is the one on the right in the video. Um, then you will need a tile cutter of some sort. I've put three options here, and one of them is a pencil tile cutter. Uh, so literally, um, it looks like a pencil. It's just got a sharp point at the, t at the bottom, and um, you would then put that against the straight edge, put that on top of the tile, and press firmly down, and then cut the tile um, by just scoring it, and then you can snap it in half. Um, you've got a snap cutter, uh, which does the same thing, but it's um, it's 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 kind of like a, a set of grips, 
at the same time. So you would then score with the little wheel that's on it. And then you would um, put the tile in between the grip and press down firmly to to cause that break that your hands would have actually done if you were using the pencil tile cutter. Um, if you've got a little bit more money to spend and uh, you want to be a bit more professional, then you can have a manual tile cutter, which is literally providing you with a, um, a platform to put the tile on. It's got a measuring gauge and um, then a lever, which you would basically put the tile in between the tile cutter and then you would score down, press down firmly on the lever, which would then actually cause the break to happen. So that's the type of cutters that you can have. Um, the next slide I wanna show you is that you would need PVA. Um, the reason why you need PVA is because you need to bond the wall first. Um, if you've had your walls newly plastered, um, then this would seal the wall uh, then uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't get the effect of putting the tile on with the adhesive and then on top of the plaster because then what happens is there is a suction effect uh, which then causes the um, adhesive to dry and pull the plaster away from the wall and that's what you want to avoid. So then you would use something like this to just seal the plaster um, and then you've got a really clean surface uh, to uh, the, the, the adhesive will bond onto. So you, that, there's a paintbrush in the middle, you will just put that, uh, mix it up with water uh, and then put it in a, a roller, um, like a paint tray, a mini paint tray, and then uh, use the paintbrush to just brush it all over the walls. Uh, you just need one thin layer and that's it. Let, let it dry uh, and then you're good to go. The second, uh, the other thing you would need is uh, thinking about health and safety. You would need some latex gloves and you would need some safety goggles uh, just so that when you're cutting these tiles, little specks come off of the tile and you don't want them flying in your eyes. So best to cover your eyes. Um, you would also need some spacers a spirit level and a pencil. Um, the spacers, particularly with a wall uh, in a kitchen, you don't really want a gap between the tiles um, any more than two to three millimeters. Um, on a floor, you would use something like five, uh, four or five millimeters, but on, on the wall, really you wanna keep those, those lines nice and thin. Um, then you would need the spirit level and the pencil as well, just to mark on the tiles. Um, you're gonna need some adhesive. Um, this is the glue that will keep the tiles to the wall and there are several types out there on the market. Um, you can have the powdered based adhesive, which then you would need to mix up in a bucket um, to a fine consistency and then, then you can use it uh, for that. Um, it's a cement based adhesive and it really is only needed if you're um, applying it to heavy tiles um, so that they bond to the wall a lot firmer as well. Um, but for your purpose, for doing a kitchen backsplash, you only need a bucket ready-made adhesive that you can just take off the shelf. Um, there in the middle there is the um, Dunlop wall tile adhesive. This is just a, a cheap tile adhesive. This is really all you need. Um, and uh, you can buy them from anywhere like Wix, B&Q, that kind of thing. Um, any uh, DIY store, you can pick up a bucket. Um, for a typical backsplash, you need about uh, five to 10 kilos of adhesive. Um, 
uh, any more than that, um, you would you would need to buy a couple of buckets. Um, then the one on the right here is the ceramic floor tile adhesive and grout combined. Um, I would steer away from these kind of combined um, products because it doesn't work. Not really. Um, from experience, you know, uh, I've used like at the beginning of my career, I used um, these ready-made um, combined adhesive and grouts and the consistency of the grout, which is, which I will explain later on. It's the fine, um, it's the finer uh, product that goes in between the tiles. Uh, you don't want that to also have a adhesive um, component to it. Um, it, it, it's, it's meant to be a really smooth finish. And I found that some of these, um, products which are combined really don't provide you with a good quality finish like they would if you were just using a grout separately and an adhesive separately as well. Um, the next one is about the grout. Now you've got, um, here you've got high quality, medium quality and low quality. Uh, this is just my opinion from uh, i've tried all of them so this is just my opinion Mapai um are amazing they've got a large um uh, amount of colors and uh, you can get a really close color uh, they've probably got like two or three of the um gray black kind of colors um and then they, they they've got some really nice um more colorful shades that you can you can have as well bow again really good quality um, but still, uh, I think that's a medium quality um, uh, product. The good thing is, is that they offer a 25-year guarantee. If you go and purchase them from Tops Tiles in the UK, then uh, I think there is still a lifetime guarantee on, on their products. Um, then you've got these like packets of adhesives. You can get uh, packets of grout. You can go and get them from your DIY store. Um, and uh, they're, they're a lot, lot cheaper to buy, uh, but at the same time, they're lower quality as well. Um, typical prices for something like this would be the um, the MapEye. For, for, for tile and a backsplash would cost you anything from 10 to 15 pounds. Um, bow, uh, the bowel product would be around um, 10 to 12 pounds, eight to 12 pounds, sorry. Um, and then the, the you can probably pick up a, a bag of white grout um, from Unibond for about, um, six or seven pounds, something like that. So once you've got all the products, this is what you need to do. First, you need to check your worktop and make sure that it's level, completely level. Um, if you start to find that it's dipping in one way or the other, then you're going to have to consider uh, where you're going to start your tiles and how much gap you're going to have um, underneath. You should always start with a full tile at the bottom of the worktop um, and then work your way up. So it's really gonna, you, if, if you've got a uneven surface to start off with, you're really gonna get yourself into a few problems um, down the line. Um, then you need to center the wall. The reason why you need to, need to do this is because you want to have an equal cut distance um, either side. And, um, so if you, if you end up, if you imagine you've got one side, uh, one wall, um, on one side 
then you, you start to tile from one side, left side or right side. And then you end up getting to the other side and you find that you've got a really silly, small sliver of tile or you've got a massive gap where you can't even cut the tile um, and just putting some grout inside there is going to look really, really ugly. So you want to try and work out where it's best placed, uh, where, where it's best to place the first tile so that you're going to get an equal distance on both sides. Um, then you want to measure the distance between the top of the worktop and underneath the wall units. And you want to then like measure each height of, of the tiles so that you know how many full tiles you're going to have and what the cut is going to look like at the top. And then you can fully prepare yourself um, whether you want to use the um, two mil um, uh, spaces or the three mil spaces because that could end up making a little bit of difference when you add them all up uh, as you're going along. So then you need to work out the tile position. Um, so you need to center the tile and apply the center of the tile to the center of the wall distance. And that is where you usually would start your tiling. Um, then you need to prepare, uh, pr protect the worktop. If you've got any sockets, um, take out the screws, loosen them. You really want to start to tile behind the sockets. Um, if you don't do that and you're going to have to cut around the socket, the, it's just not going to look nice. So remove um, the, the screws of the sockets. You do not need an electrician. Uh, you just need to take out the screws and uh, remove the uh, socket away from the fixing behind it so that you can get a tile behind. Okay, next, uh, you need to prepare the tiles, uh, the tools for tiling. So you, you need to open up um, the adhesive or mix the adhesive up. You need to have the trowel on standby. You need to have your cutter ready. You need to have your spacers out of the packet. Um, my little tip is always have a bundle of spaces at one end of the worktop and then another bundle of spaces at the other end of the worktop. So then you're not fumbling around and finding out where the spaces are. Um, then you need to have some water ready. So get a couple of buckets of water because you don't want to, you're, the first time you're gonna do it, you're gonna get adhesive on top of the tiles as well. Uh, you don't want that to dry because you're gonna end up ha applying a lot of pressure to clean it and it's just gonna cause a mess and you, you might move the tiles, etc. So just have the water ready by the side with a sponge, um, put your safety goggles on, put your gloves on and you're ready to go. Um, you wanna start applying the adhesive to the tile or the wall. Uh, in my opinion, I'm more comfortable when I'm doing a kitchen backsplash I am more comfortable in um, using the trowel to apply adhesive to the back of the tile um, and then putting the tile on the wall. I just prefer it that way. Um, it's a lot less mess. Um, and then you can gently apply the tile to the wall and you just want to like move it a slight amount uh, and push onto the wall at the same time. Don't push too hard. You might break the tile. So just apply it just a little touch um, and then that's it. It's, it will do the rest uh, and it will bond to the wall. Um, apply the spacers in between and uh, move on to the next tile. And just do that so on and so on and so on uh, until you, uh, you, you've completed um, the wall. Um, next one is to open up or mix up the bag of grout. Um, have a grout float ready to stand on standby. Have two buckets of water uh, because you're going to use a lot of water to get the residue of uh, grout off and um, open uh, 
um, open up the spaces. I'm actually meaning, meaning remove the spaces. So remove the spaces from the tiles. You don't want to leave the, uh, the spaces in the tile um, because then that's really not good and it's just going to show up. So they are designed to um, only stay there for a while. Remove the, uh, the spaces from the tiles. Um, have your sponge ready and have a set of gloves ready. You're going to go through quite a few latex gloves, so you just want to keep them to the side um, uh, so that you can you can change when you need to. Um, you want to clean the tiles uh, to remove any excess adhesive first. Um, so just have a real good look all in between the tiles as well. Um, just in case any adhesive has pressed through the tile uh, grout line from you pressing um, the tile onto the wall. So you just want to remove that um, and give it give it all a clean so you can't see any uh, excess adhesive at all. Uh, mix up the grout as per the instructions. The key thing here is to not have it too watery. So um, I would put the powder in first and then apply a little bit of water, a little bit of water, um, more and more as you go along uh, until it gets to a consistency where if you put it on a spoon or you uh, you want to put it on um, the, 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 the grout float, um, it shouldn't fall off. It should just stay there and then that's, that's, that's the consistency you want it to be. Um, apply the grout to the, fr uh, to the float and then spread onto the tiles evenly. Just making sure that you get really in the uh, the grout lines uh, by applying a little bit of pressure, just so that you, you you've got it in there. You don't want just a thin layer. You want to try and get try and get as much as you can in there as well. Um, I would probably like every square meter um, of applying the grout. I would go back and just wipe down ever so slightly after about 20 minutes with a damp sponge, not too watery. Like you shouldn't be seeing water dripping out the sponge at all. You just, you just wring, that, wring the sponge out um, and just so it's slightly damp and then just give it a, just a soft wipe over just so that you're already getting that, uh, you know, the residue off of the tiles as well. Um, and don't dig into, don't um, put the sponge uh, into the grout lines. Just, just very... Um, on an even, even surface, just apply that uh, sponge um, along the tiles. Okay, um, once you've done that, you're gonna need to apply uh, the sponge a couple of times, so wring it out, uh, clean it in uh, clear water, and then apply it again and again and again, and just give each time 10 to 15 minutes as you're going along. You're probably gonna need to do it um, uh, if you've got like a, a, a gloss tile, um, or a matte tile, then you're probably going to just need to do it four or five um, times. Um, if you've if you're dealing with anything like natural stone, um, or, uh, then you then you're going to need to do it a little bit more. Um, especially if you've got mosaic tiles as well, there's a hell of a lot of um, grout lines in mosaic tiles. And and to be honest with you, this this uh, podcast today isn't really applying to mosaic tiles. Mosaic tiles are a complete different world in how you would cut them, how you would treat them. So uh, maybe I'll do that next time. Um, next one is that your job is done. Um, you're literally, uh, you've cleaned the tiles overnight, um, leave it to dry it, then you'll come back the next day and you'll have a very, very slight residue on the tile. All you want to do is just get a paper towel, um, apply a little bit of spray of water and just give it a wipe over 
and then you're good to go. You can put the screws back into the plug sockets, fix them back to the wall. Don't apply too much pressure. Don't tighten too much because now there's a tile behind them and it might crack. So you just want to, you know, just just until it starts to get taut and then then uh, you're you're good to go. And that's it pretty much. Um, the only other thing to consider when you're doing the, the kitchen backsplash is the silicon finish. Uh, if you're doing this for the first time yourself, I probably would steer away and um, uh, watch someone that can that applies silicon as a profession uh, and and see how they do it. Um, it can be a real mess if you're trying to do it first time yourself. So um, probably steer away from it. But yeah, that's it. So I hope um, that's really helped you. And like I said, uh, the podcast it, it really would be a great bet, a lot better if you can come into the to the. Um, Facebook group so that you can actually see the videos and you can see what I was talking about. Just a reminder to get back into there. If you go facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast, then um, you can come in there and you'll, you'll see the video. Um, but do come in there because there, there's a, a few people, we, you know, we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger in, in the Facebook group. And um, the more people in there, the better. Um, I will start to apply more uh, information in there for free as well and um, you can start talking amongst each other and helping each other out as well and try to bring this as a community um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and um, if you have please leave a review um, the more reviews we get the better uh, the more people uh, the podcast will um, be displayed to as well um, I think we have almost got over 7,000 downloads now uh, so it's growing it's growing really really well um thank you very much for listening and see you on the next episode just before you go we wanted to let you know that the akiva toolkit has now launched what's that you might say well it's 10 documents that you can go and download for a very small fee and then it will enable you to bring your project in on time and on budget we've put these together to make sure it's as simple as it can be And in return, you will feel supercharged, super confident in managing your project, your self-build, your renovation, anything yourself. They've all been put together by people that have been in the industry for many, many years. And as soon as you download it, you're then in the basket for any updates, any new documents that are issued throughout the time. We will be reviewing it over time and time to get it better and better and better. We would only be able to do that by hearing from yourself. So please leave us any feedback. If you think it's for you or you think this could benefit someone else that you might know, then please share it. You can go to akivatoolkit.com to find out more information. Thank you very much.